Good afternoon, everybody, uneducated economist here. You know, the mainstream media is the pusher of propaganda, right? I mean, we, we know this. We know this from CIA documents. We know that from, you know, the mass psyops that takes place. The whole point of mainstream media is to push particular narratives. They do not give out proper information. They do not educate the public by any means. It is about entertainment, it's about selling products, and it's about pushing a propaganda type narrative, right? Now, when we think about like what's going on with the de-dollarization, right? Because so many people just really don't wanna take on the idea that this is being pushed as a strategy coming out of the whole world government. Right? If there was a new world order taking over, this is the strategy that they would push. Think about like getting out of the dollar. How many people who truly do not understand economics at all will listen to de-dollarization and think, oh my gosh, I got to get out of the dollar now. Where would you go? Like, where are you going to go besides gold or Bitcoin or real estate? Where are you going to end up? You're going to end up in the stock market or you'll end up in some other foreign currency. Now you think about like the risks that you are taking, the risks out there, all of them. When everybody is gauging risk, what are they gauging it against? The dollar, right? Everybody says either the dollar will fail or the dollar will be the backing of whatever it is that they are putting their money towards, right? Got to get out of the dollar, got to get into the stock market. Why? Because the dollar is going to fail. Well, then what's after that? What is that stock market going to be exchanged for? Is it going to be exchanged for crypto? Is it going to be exchanged for gold? Is it going to be exchanged for some other foreign currency like maybe yuan? Well, if that's the case, why don't you just go straight into yuan? I mean, it's only about as weak as it's been to the dollar that it has in the last like 10 years or something. So why haven't you been in the yuan the whole time? Why aren't you asking yourself that? I mean, if the dollar is such a problem child right now that it is not worth the effort of even attempting to deal with it, then how come it is that you're not in assets that are denominated in yuan or rupees? I mean, this is the question we have to ask ourselves. No, look at the cash assets. That are, that are taking place right now in the absolute surge that has taken place in them. People are getting into cash positions. The positions that they, are, that they are taking that are investments are very close to cash. The most liquid of, of assets is starting to swell. Why? It's because people are scared of everything else out there. If you're in fear of a recession and you put out a narrative de-dollarization then people are going to be going into the stock market with that money, preventing the markets from falling during a recession. You see what's happened there? Like if you put out a narrative, your dollars will be worthless. Get out of the dollar as soon as possible. Unless you buy gold or crypto, where are you gonna go? Real estate or stocks, right? You don't wanna go into bonds because you're worried about the dollar. All bonds are, are gonna be denominated in dollars. So you're trying to get out of that. That would be the idea. So is it any wonder why we're starting to see this, the market being supported during this time in which that everybody would have anticipated there would have been a huge crash after the 
rising of interest rates coming from the Federal Reserve. You see where I'm getting at here? The Fed raised rates and the market went up. It didn't crash. Both the housing market, stock market, the only thing that went down was the bonds. And that has brought in investment into savings. People are actually now getting a return on savings, which is the first time they have had in decades, really. You know, you think about it since pretty much prior to the great financial crisis. So this is what it's producing now is a return on capital investment that is actually supporting the markets. We were talking about that in our last video. I mean, whether that's going to be sustainable, I mean, who knows? Or whether or not it grows. I mean, again, we have to we have to see because many people thought that the markets were going to crash once the Fed raised rates. And people who were, you know, still anticipating this sort of event, it might happen. I'm not holding my breath. See, I've been getting into cash this whole time waiting for my buying. You know, a, a buying opportunity. And I don't know if that's going to be in stocks or crypto or gold. But being in a cash position right now is a certainly a, or U.S. dollar cash position is a lot better than, say, a Chinese yuan position. I mean, that's like, that'd be pretty obvious at this point. China's economy is is teetering on the on the edge of a major recession. I mean, they are not doing well. 20% of young employees there, 18 to 24, are unemployed. Right? That's what I say. Uh, the uh, youth are unemployed. That's how I should say it. Not, not the employees. And this is what's crazy about what's going on right now is that most people, when they look out there and they hear this narrative, they hear about de-dollarization, they see this article about how India is trying to push more, more trade in rupees. But then you go and you look at Russia, who's sitting on a bunch of rupees, don't know what to do with them. Nobody else wants rupees. Right? So maybe if India can get somebody else to actually use rupees, maybe Russia might have somebody else to trade with. Didn't work out too well for them. This whole de-dollarization narrative, it's not working out for any of the BRICS nations. It's not working out for any of the people who are participating with it. But it seems to be working out just fine for the United States. All right? I mean, the United States isn't, you know, sitting in the same position as China is. Uh -oh. I love it when that thing comes in. <laughs> Makes the, the noise. So this is really where, like, I look at the the idea that, uh, that, you know, getting out of the dollar or that there's going to be this somehow change and shifting into a different world, world use of currency. I don't see the dollar being anywhere but hoarded, being you know, tried to, you know, it's having issues with liquidity in nations like Argentina. You know, people look at that and they say, look at all the, there's allowing their people to set up bank accounts in Yuan. They're doing trade in Yuan. Even Whirlpool, you know, an American company is trying to use Yuan to get the, to get their parts and pieces from China. And it was just like, yeah, it's because of the lack of dollars that exist there. It's not because they want to use Yuan. And then on top of all this, and I'm, I'm sorry, I just kind of went off on this, but, you know, when you're taking Gresham's Law into account, you have good money and bad money, okay? The economy will, the bad money in the economy will push out the good. Everybody will start hoarding on to the good money and try and spend the bad money out there, 
but the economy will be left with nothing but bad money in it as everybody is hoarding on to the good money. Think about that. Cash is being hoarded and the yuan is being pushed. Good money versus bad money. What's really going on here? All right. Uneducated economist, you let me know.